You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on The Bet. Five days away from the big game. We continue to break that down. BetQL Daily here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain, live on the Radio.com app, live on the Bet, 1430 in Denver. Thanks uh, for joining us. We also thank Jeff Sherman for jumping on the show. He's on Twitter, at Golf Odds, VP of Risk Management at the Westgate Superbook. He also covers some golf. There's a few storylines I want to hit on uh, with golf there. Uh, Jeff, tell us how it's been so far. I, I know everything is different in 2020 and 2021, but uh, has it picked up more than uh, you've seen over the last month as we're inching closer and closer to, to the Super Bowl? It's been modest so far, and we're seeing more Tampa money at this time, and we expect the Kansas City money to come this weekend. And right now, the only thing that Kansas City is leading in is a tick count on the spread. So it's been more Tampa money, but uh, so far it's been kind of quiet. You know, we had the initial rush on the propositions when we first released those last Thursday, uh, and now people are just playing differences to market. But uh, we expect most of the money to come in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is that typical, Jeff, or is this year quieter than other years? It's a little bit quieter, and, you know, we just have less people traveling with the COVID going on. So uh, in our retail shop here in Las Vegas, we expect less business, and usually we take our larger wagers over the counter rather than on the mobile. So, uh, so far a little bit quieter just based on the COVID situation. Jeff, so what are you guys allowed to do at the Westgate this weekend? Usually it's uh, up for grabs, one of the places to be, uh, but just what are you uh, allowed to do with parties and all that stuff? Well, we have to keep it to 50 uh, per area that we have. So I believe we have three parties and it's going to be 50 per head in there. Uh, And in the book, we have to keep it to 25% capacity with the social distancing. So we have the line spaced out. So uh, it's going to be a unique challenge for us with uh, trying to accommodate, but you know we have enough security personnel in place just to keep everyone moving and, and social distance, so we'll have to uh, work with that. Jeff, you mentioned that you expect the Kansas City money to come in this weekend. Why do you say that? Well, you can already see it with the ticket count, and the ticket count on the spread is 65% Chiefs. So we just expect the casual fan to want to bet the Chiefs at the three-point spread, which it currently is. And we're already seeing that um, from the ticket count perspective. So we just anticipate more of that coming in this weekend. Uh, The larger wagers still could be on Tampa, as we've seen on the money line. And some larger wagers, we took uh, 80,000 plus 3.5 minus 135. This individual bought it up to 3.5. But just from a ticket count perspective, uh, when the casual fan gets involved in this game itself, uh, we, we expect it to be more so Kansas City than Tampa. 
So uh, uh, do you believe that it will close three and a half instead of the juice three that we've seen for nearly a week and a half uh, with most of the market? No, I think it's going to stay on three because there is enough Tampa money weighting it down. And uh, there are some three flats out there. So I, I don't think it's going to get to three and a half. It might be an outlier place. But at this time, it looks like it's going to be a variant on three. Uh, Jeff, I'm curious. Obviously, Westgate is known for the Super Contest, and everybody talks about it all the time. Can you give us sort of the breakdown of the Super Contest this year? How many people entered the whole deal? Yeah, well, we had less than last year, obviously, with the situation and the COVID and less people having the ability to travel. So uh, we had entries were down this year, but it was still a nice prize where first place was over 400000 So it was a nice reward for that perspective. And hopefully we can get some things turned around uh, coming this next season. Uh, and have travel a little bit more fluid and some measures in place and get it on an uptick. And we're making some changes. Uh, we're currently going over to try to make it more enticing. So you'll see some changes come out. And when we have those available, we'll announce them. Very cool. Uh, as far as the super prop, uh, uh, Super Bowl props go, we talked to you last week uh, before you had the release on Thursday and and before you had the people come on down. Um, which props have you moved the most or or which ones have seen a lot of sharp action? Well, we've had a few so far. Uh, yardage of the made field goals. We opened that 112 and a half and it's up to 119 and a half. So it take, takes a considerable amount of uh, support to move it that much. Uh, number of kickoff returns in the game. Uh, this is one we really had a strong opinion on. And we opened three and a half under minus 190 over plus 170. And we've taken nothing but over money, and we're under minus 130 and over plus 110. And with these kickers, you just don't see kickoff returns between them. So, uh, you know, we're heavily fading, favoring, favoring the under in that one. Uh, and then one that has been really attractive for the, the guests is involving McCole Hardman. His receptions open two and a half under 80. It's two and a half under 30 now. And Hardman has scored a touchdown. Uh, it opened four to one and then south three to one. So he's been taking a lot of positive support. Hmm. While we're talking props, Jeff, uh, what, what are some of your favorite prop bet stories that you've had over the years? Well, it's, uh, it's always fun to get mixed in with the cross sport ones. That's where you can try to get really, uh, innovative. You know, we've added some over the years and, uh, you know, you see traditionally like touchdown passes by Brady, let's say. Well, we took that and added variations to it. So when you have two and a half, we went two, one and a half, one, and expand on that. But when you get into the cross boards, then you can go ahead and try to be creative and involve things from other parts of the world. And one of the staples that we've been doing, we, we add rugby. This year it's Wales, Ireland, and the Six Nations rugby. Uh, golf, whether it's uh, international or on the PGA Tour with the Phoenix Open, and it's, the Phoenix Open is pretty much a staple. So it's fun to try to be creative when you're coming up with those and keep expanding those each year. And, you know, that's, that's where we like the challenge of it. Uh, with Jeff Sherman, VP of Risk Management, Westgate Superbook out in Las Vegas. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Uh, Jeff, I've heard your, your colleague, uh, John Murray, say many, many times that uh, the best advice that he can give on props is, well, at least something that you guys are always rooting for is uh, you guys are typically rooting for unders and knows uh would you say in most cases that's the best way for some of the novice betters to look uh try to find some nose and unders on the board 
they should, and it's tough for them to bring themselves to that because they all always want to, just like betting a total in a game throughout the season, a lot of people want to bet the over, and we're seeing it in this game where the 56-and-a-half, and they want positive and positive results to come in. So it's tough for uh, novice bettors to get involved from that perspective, but you can see that the numbers, especially on the weekend of the game, get adjusted upwards because the public so heavily bets on the overs and the positives and the yes guys to score touchdowns. So if you can bring yourself to, to bet guys not to score touchdowns and unders on receiving yards and receptions and things like that and find an advantage uh, based on either your number or the marketplace, that's the way to go and to uh, progress from a betting perspective. Um, Jeff, do you know the math on it? Because Joe and I were talking about this earlier. Do you know the math on it? If somebody just took every under for season win total every year or every under for every Super Bowl profit, like are you almost guaranteed just because of how you guys set those to win? You know, I haven't looked at it from that perspective, but, uh, you know, I'm sure it's mixed results. And I see oftentimes where people put the numbers out there and it comes close to a 500 mark. So it varies a little bit. And I don't think you can just blindly do it. I think you have to pick your spots and find, you know, the one thing about the Super Bowl, you have so many opportunities here. We have over 400 props, over a thousand ways to wager on the game. So, you, you know, when we go up with these on that first Thursday night last week, we're sure to gonna, surely going to have some weaknesses. We're not going to have strong numbers on all 400 of them, but that's where the betters come in and iron it out and make those numbers stronger. So uh, the, the numbers are out there to be had, and you just have to find out which ones they are. What sort of adjustment did you make at uh, the Westgate with the Stafford golf trade? Well, we had the Rams at 20 to one for the Super Bowl, and we lowered them to 16. And we had them earlier at 30, but then when you start to hear about possibly moving golf and other other players involved in, in trades such, uh, we lowered them from 30 to 20 in anticipation of a, that type of move. But ultimately, we moved them from 20 to one down to 16 to one for the Super Bowl. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. So, Jeff, I mean, I think, look, I think Joe and I, we have a decent idea of what it is that you do, VP of Risk Management, but we've got new listeners in Denver on the bet. We've got new listeners in L.A. Can you just kind of talk about what your job is as VP of Risk Management? I know there are some people that still think that all you do is just make sure the money's even on both sides. Yeah, and that's actually what we don't do. (laughs) That's in theory, but... What we do is we, we see who's betting it, and that's the most important thing. If you know, We have respected bettors that can shape our market, and you know, we, we, we keep up on all the market, all the information, keep up on Twitter. A lot of the moves, you know, people think that line moves are based solely on money. There's a lot of moves that happen where we get information and make adjustments, and you, know, you see it in the NBA with the COVID on a nightly basis. So we're always following Twitter, making adjustments. Then we're seeing who's making bets, and if we need to put ourselves in a position on that side. So sometimes we have respected betters that are winning betters and we'll, we'll put the book in a position on that side. Uh, so it's always evaluating on the money coming in on the marketplace, on the, on the information that's out there. 
with Jeff Sherman, VP Risk Management, Westgate Superbook. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker. And uh, Jeff, let's transition over to the NBA, your favorite team. And uh, how about LeBron James? You know, it's funny because um, I don't want LeBron to win the MVP because I don't have a ticket on him. I, I've got a live one on Jokic at a pretty nice number. But and, and if you talk to a lot of betters, I think most right now would say, yeah, I, I wouldn't give it to LeBron. They end up talking about Jokic or Embiid. And then the more and more basketball writers that we bring on, like they are sold. They think it's LeBron's to lose or, or early on that he should be the favorite. And I know you guys made some adjustments with LeBron in the MVP market. What exactly did you do? And do you think LeBron should be the favorite? Well, he should be the favorite, and we're seeing it at the betting window now. And as I adjusted him down recently, I had him at seven to two, and we've even taken some money at seven to two, which I lowered him to five to two today. So I've got him at five to two, and beat at five to one. Jokic at eleven to two, Durant at seven, uh, and I bumped up Doncic up to ten, and Giannis up to twelve. So there's a really a lot of money coming in on this, and a lot of support for him. And it's the narrative out there with LeBron and to doing to be doing what he's doing at his age. And then after last year, it came down to him and Giannis, and people went with Giannis. Now I think Giannis has voter fatigue, and people remember what he's done in the playoffs. But I think with what LeBron's doing at his age is a factor in the voters' minds, and it's definitely in the betters' minds. So I'm curious, Jeff, what being your job and VP of risk management, are there any restrictions on when and what you can bet? Well, I can bet anywhere else other than where I work. You know, it's yeah. I have accounts at other places, and you know, it's it's legal to do that. Just for, it's just for everyone else. So, you know, we take care of the numbers here, and then you know, we do a lot of our own numbers in house. So, if I make a number, especially with the golf market, I've been doing golf odds for over twenty years, and when I formulate my power ratings and make make the matchups myself, and golf is one aspect uh, that you can be creative and have different matchups than other books. So if my power ratings are different, I'll go ahead and get involved in the tournament, either in outrights or matchups. And, you know, it's the same thing with the NBA. If I, if I have an NBA spread and I make a home team too, and it comes out, pick them at another book, I'll go ahead and bet that. So, um, you know, anywhere, but where I work is, is fair to play. Jeff, your uh, Twitter handle at golf odds. Uh, it's at golf odds for a reason. Wanted to get your thoughts on <laughs> what we saw with Patrick Reed over the weekend. And if you turned on Golf Channel or CBS when they jumped on, they had a lot of strong opinions anti-Reed. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's warranted from the perspective of we've seen it with him before. And so he's, you know, not immune from controversy and he always brings it upon himself. And he could have handled it a different way. And I know the tour is coming out and saying that he did everything okay. But in that situation, he didn't have to go get the ball, and he could have let a rules official go ahead and assess it at that point. So he's doing little things that would cause people to have concern. And just because of his pattern of history before, it's going to call it into question more often than not. So, um, you know, anytime the slightest thing happens with him, it's, it's going to be an issue. And he could have taken a different approach knowing that perspective, even if the tour said what he did was okay. Yeah. All right, so Jeff, Super Sunday. Are you rooting for your bets, or are you rooting for the Westgate against the people, or both? Well, it's a it's a mixture of both. And generally, what the book needs, I'll have it, my bets will be in, uh, in line with that. So, uh, but my bets are insignificant to what the book needs. So, you know, we're we're a house first, and 
we're going to put the, the book in as, as strong a position as we can. And then we'll be going in rooting for all those type of uh, scenarios to come through. There you go. Uh, Jeff, anything that people need to know about waste management before that gets started on Thursday? It's not going to be the same uh, with the setup this year. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting with the, the fans out there and you don't get to see them on the par three and uh, just have the energy going. So it's going to be limited to it. But, um, you know, it's it's got a solid field. And John Rahm, I bumped him up from 7-1 to one to 8-1. to one. Justin Thomas, he's now 10-1. to one. I opened him 9-1. to one. Uh, so it's a solid field with some recognizable golfers. Roy McIlroy is playing there. He usually doesn't play in it. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, we have some propositions going to the Super Bowl involved with the golf. So there's many ways to get involved nice. with this. And, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be a fun weekend for the golf. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. VP of Risk Management at the Westgate, Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter. And if you're in Colorado, remember, they are live there. Jeff, always appreciate you coming on BetQL Daily. A lot of information there, including on the Super Bowl props.